0: Hello, and welcome to That Tech Pod, where we discuss all things e-discovery, cybersecurity, data privacy, and tech innovations. I'm Laura Milstein, and I know a little bit about technology.
1: And I'm Kevin Albert, and I feel like I also know a little bit about technology.
0: We don't know enough, and that is why we are bringing heavy hitters from the industry to help us break down these topics, and today, Kevin, who are we talking to?
1: Today, we are talking to Karima Campbell. With over 12 years experience in e-discovery and legal technology, Karima Campbell leads the customer success management team at Relativity. As well as her love for technology, Karima has a passion for inclusion, diversity, equity, and belonging with a focus on race, gender, and education. Karima has been able to drive the inclusion, diversity, equity, and belonging agenda on the industry level in her roles as the membership director on the inaugural board for Women in Discovery London, leading EY's relationship with The Power List, which celebrates the 100 Most Influential Black British People, founding Black Tech Queens, and most recently becoming Chief Activator for BYP Legal Tech, all of which has led her to being featured in Computer Weekly's Most Influential Women in UK's tech long list for three consecutive years and recognized as one of the 100 BAME leaders in tech by the Financial Times. Karima, welcome to the pod.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for joining us today. read your bio and we heard a little bit about your background, but can you give us a little bit more detail? Can you tell us how you got here?
2: Yeah, sure. So... I'm an e-discovery professional. I've been in the industry for around 12 years now. I was one of those weird people that actually planned on entering the industry and didn't actually just fall into it. But as well as my time in the industry, I'm just really passionate about seeing people progress and really representing underrepresented groups. So being a black woman myself, I'm often the only one that looks like me in, in many rooms. And so I've done things such as worked with Women in e-Discovery London, started my group, Black Tech Queens, and most recently, I've partnered with the Black Young Professionals Network to launch a legal tech group to just try and bring more people along with me and inspire more people to get into the industry and into technology in general.
1: I think this sounds great. I also am amazed how homogeneous our industry really is. You know, there's a lot of people who look like me in our industry. Why do you think diversity and inclusion is so hard and why is it so slow to progress?
2: It's such a hard question, to be honest, because I look back to my whole time through my studies and everything, and it's been from an early stage. And I think the main reason is a lot of people don't know that the opportunities are out there and say back in back in my day my day when I was looking I would see people that look like you you, Kevin and I'd think oh there's no space for me (laughs) yeah and um, I think yeah one of the big reasons is a lot of people just don't feel comfortable or know that the opportunities are there for them and so with that I've started to go to like a lot of schools and talk to the young children to make them realize oh this is a
0: possibility yeah that's great yeah, I I want to agree with that. I think it is one of those fields and it's obviously not just tech, but I do think tech and e discovery specifically, it is a white male dominated field. This is no secret. I'm not against any race or religion being, you know, good at what you do or want to be in it, but I also think at a certain point when I was a little girl growing up and thinking what do I want to be? I would look at certain things and be like, well, that's for the boys. That's for the girls. You know, that's a prestigious job. That's not, I remember literally growing up and I was like, the worst job anyone could have is to work for like a waste management company to do trash. I was like, who would do that? And I have a good friend who does that. He makes way more money than I do. He is like, I have the best job ever. (laughs) And I am like, I wish that I didn't at that age. Like I, I'm not saying that I would be good at that or I want to do that, but it's just the perceptions that we're given because we see this is what it is and it's wrong. And so I think it is really important to make those changes and to show people not even just like this is the situation, but you can do these things and you're stopping you because you're looking at something and you're saying, I only see Kevin's here. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it has to always only be Kevin's because Kareem, as you and I both know, like we're definitely better at tech than Kevin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And we've got such different perspective than Kevin as well. I remember years ago I was looking at, I think it was the development of an artificial heart and the team was mainly men developing it. And so when it came into putting it into a female body, it didn't work. And it's because they weren't bringing in the experience of a woman and that kind of perspective. So having the different perspectives in the room can make such a difference in all areas.
0: I agree. We had brought on a guy. He worked for a company that was around getting Black youth engaged in tech, specifically around coding. And it was basically showing kids... This is a future that you can do. I think that's no matter what race, religion, any or sexuality, whatever you are. When I grew up, there was no education for e-discovery. When you sat on here, I chose to go into e-discovery. My mind was, I had to step back. I agree. I was shocking. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) So that alone- Yeah, let alone opening it up to saying, hey, let's add diversity, let's get different perspectives, let's allow different mindsets to be involved in things. So I think it's really exciting. Can you tell us more about, one, like taking the step to do that? Because it's one thing to say, I wish I saw more people that look like me in this, or I wish that I had a bigger presence, but it's another to actually do this. So you're doing so many different things. How are you juggling all of that How'd you get to this point? What was like, I'm doing this?
2: So I, first of all, just going back to my my note about how I got into the industry, my big driver for getting into e-discovery was that I love technology and I was so nosy. And so I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can I can investigate stuff and still deal with tech. So I love that, that was that's awesome. Thing. But so in terms of the diversity thing that I've been doing, first of all, managing the time with them, it just very much comes down to the passion. Like I understand the good that it's doing. And even the days where I'm feeling burnt out or anything, I can look back and just think about conversations I've had with people where they've they may have mentioned that, oh, this inspired them to do this or that. And just see the good that I'm doing and how the work that I've doing for the different platforms has actually helped people with their journey. And so my initial work in the area came from being on the inaugural board of directors for Women in eDiscovery London and so I think I know you guys know about Women in eDiscovery and it was back in 2018 I believe we started the London chapter and that was just a really good time to just connect people and just see about Yeah, how we can learn from each other, how we can share our experiences and so on. And so my role in Women in E-Discovery was the membership director. And I saw the group grow to, I think it was over like 200 people in my year there. And so that was like, yes, okay, we're able to measure that. We're seeing the great work that that's doing. 2023, we're still going with the work with Women in E-Discovery. And the role the percentage of women coming into the industry has drastically increased but then I looked at it and I thought great we've got more women but we still don't have women that look like me so what can I do here and so it was back in the pandemic at the beginning of the pandemic I started Black Tech Queens and that was intentionally just tech-based because I realized how small the um, e-discovery area was and I was like it's just going to be me listening to it by myself me and a couple of people that I know And so Black Tech Queens was all about inspiring more Black women to come into the industry, helping those who are already in the industry to achieve their aspirations, and then just celebrating everybody's achievements. And so the way that I do that is through um, um, my podcast and just interviewing people about their journey so that others can hear that it's not always a straightforward route into technology, And you can have different skills. You can have interchangeable skills and hopefully see more like that.
1: That's awesome. And can you tell us a little bit more about the BYP Network and the BYP Legal Tech Group?
2: Yeah, sure. So BYP has been around for quite a few years now. It mainly started in the UK. And I remember when it first came out, it was dubbed as being the um, the Black LinkedIn. So it's got around 15,000 members. And they've recently expanded over to the U.S. and did their leadership conference. I think it was in New York earlier this year. And so I've loved every I've loved everything that BYP's been doing. I've spoken on a couple of panels for them when they first started. And they they started expanding into different areas and different chapters. So looking at location wise, so they've got like a London chapter, a Cambridge chapter, a New York one, and an Atlanta one. But then I thought, okay, but how can we bring more legal tech professionals together? And so as a result of that, I reached out to them and I'm now their chief activator for their legal tech chapter. And so we're officially launching that on the 17th of August. And it's just going to be a global group where legal tech professionals come together, both in person and also virtually. So the launch is going to be virtual so we can get the whole community together and the different groups the different sessions we'll be doing will be like personal development sessions networking sessions at things like fest and legal tech and yeah just a place where we can build that community and if we are ever at like a large conference and you're feeling alone and you don't know who, who you can reach out to or anything you've got that person that you can be like oh i remember meeting you at the byp legal tech meeting or whatever Oh, you're a friend it's just an automatic friend and companion and support system that you'll have
0: yeah and for for um everyone listening right now this is two days from now in the mail out if you haven't checked your email which is crazy get to it like who doesn't check their email before listening to us and if you have yeah you saw this It is in the mail out. We have all the information so you can see more about Karima and this event two days from now. Mark your calendar. Get crazy. Get excited and don't miss it. And just following up more about that, Karima, this is super exciting. I, I, I just think everything you're doing is awesome. When I had originally met you, it was from Mary Beth Banachek. Who I just think she is the greatest. We've had her on the pod before and she's just, she's just great. So shout out to Meredith. She's probably at this point like stop shouting me out on the pod. I've done it enough <laughs> times. She's just like, I don't really know you that well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but she's she's lovely. And so it was great getting to meet you. And I it was very brief. I met you for very brief moment. And in that moment, I was just like, you just seem very likable, very personable, very warm, which means nothing. I mean, so was Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, but then getting the credibility from Mary Beth of like, no, she's so great. You got to talk to her. And it was hard to talk to you afterwards. I was like, I tried to show up to the relativity booth at legal tech, which was cool and you were nowhere to be found. And I was walking around like, is Karima here? I looked like I was your stalker. So it was weird. But finally, after all this time, we, we've got you on the pod and I'm I'm just really excited to have you on and to have voices like yours be, be heard. Because it's just, it's an understatement to say we do not talk about diversity enough. We don't make changes because that's the big thing. Um, the other day I heard someone, and I know I'm I'm rambling, but there is a point, I promise. The other day I was talking to someone and I was on the street and I saw this other conversation and like you, I'm nosy. And so this guy had said something where he was talking about a homeless person and she goes, um, they're not homeless, they're without home. And I'm over here thinking, we're just rebranding. He doesn't have any more home, however you say it. He still doesn't have a place to live. The problem still exists. So while you're advocating to rebrand how you're saying this, why aren't you doing anything to make a change other than, you know, if I don't have a house, I don't feel any better being called homeless or without home. I'm still upset. I'm still, I don't have a house. So the problem is there. And so I just want to say in this long rant, how much I respect the fact that you're not just saying this is a problem, but you're doing things and taking the steps to make the real change. And I think for everyone listening, I want that point to really come across. You need to not just say it's not fair or I don't like this or I'm not seeing it. Be like Karima here. Do something about it. It is important that we make these changes and that we do that and we get rid of Kevin. I'm just kidding. Kevin. I, just, I just want to
2: bring you that, back that, in, that's, that
1: That's turned into a very personal attack there. I also feel oh. like there should be less white males on all the things in the Discovery, but I don't no. feel like I should have to be the no, one to go keep away Kevin. first.
0: Keep Kevin. <laughs> just, want, just want to tease Kevin. Kevin. don't feel her. I, I
2: would <laughs> just compare to Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: I know. Exactly, it's true. It's, uh, she, you're not wrong there.
2: If you come on the pod...
0: <laughs> the honesty just comes out it's just what it is but no i love you kevin obviously he's the best but it is it is important to to show what needs to be done and to make those changes so i wanted to ask you how do you feel at relativity you're at a major e-discovery company it's i mean it still holds 80 percent of the market share things may have changed since you know i'm speaking today but for the most part it's the name it is the go-to you think of Reveal, iConnect, iPro, Everlaw, Disco, all of these other platforms. And in reality, those are nice to have. where relativity almost is the need to have. And so you're working at such a massive company. How is that with diversity? And if you're like, I can't say this on the pod, too bad. We're recording. <laughs>
2: no relativity it's, it's so interesting I've been using it for years so basically my whole time in the industry and I've always looked in and been like oh it seems like such a cool place but when I joined I think it's four years ago wow over four years ago now when I joined I was really shocked that it was all what I thought and more and it was just a really warm place and you just felt seen you feel seen and heard and like your opinion really matters, and so obviously joining from the UK side it was a lot smaller of a team and as one of the um, one of the leaders in the team it was a real opportunity to just really make a change really share every all my experience from EY and XLS and sorry XLS that what that used to be Zero authentication services back in the day so having my experience from those places actually being heard and being able to make a change there. That was good. And then seeing from the diversity angle, as we've grown in the UK, we're actually over 50% female. So I think we're 51% female, 49% male. And imagine that. Like, sorry, Kevin, you're going. Again, you I'm, I'm, I'm fine
1: with that, honestly. Totally. totally, totally. Where are my awesome.
2: ladies at? <laughs> But then also, as a global standpoint, we've got focuses on improving the ratio of female male diversity and also racial. So from a Latinx and also black standpoint as well. And so it's bit yeah, I'm. I've got you can I know people listening can't see the smile on my face, but I'm really still so happy to be there, and so happy to see the work that we're doing with the. Community resource groups And things like that so It's a lovely place
1: Yeah For something, something that you said For the being the big gorilla In the room type of thing You know Like when I was at The big four It was nice that You know To have that cachet Coming in from the big four Type of thing And I feel like Relativity has that same Sort of you know The big The beast type of thing Which is good I think it's awesome
2: Interestingly enough though It's still Very much um, I still find that There's still The startup mentality hmm. And I think That's one of the things That in all honesty Kept me there The fact that there's it's always something new to do if you've got a new idea we can build on it and we're not just stuck in the oh well we do this we're the where the leader's here. just deal with it it's more okay yeah. what else can we do to improve the experience for everyone how can we evolve with the technology and the industry and the world in general
1: wow that's interesting
0: I love that. I really love it. Also, just quick, very short story. Kevin and I used to work at Reveal together a long time ago, and we were at a legal week. And it is just a true fact that Relativity has the best swag. So we did get Relativity shirts, and we got in trouble. And we both, I think, still have our Relativity shirts. So I don't regret it at all. How about you, Kev?
1: I do too. I actually love it. It's actually one of the softest shirts <laughs> so that <great>. I wear. <laughs>
2: I was going through my wardrobe and I've got so many relativity tops now like my whole I've got a uniform I've officially got a relativity uniform
0: (laughs) you made it
1: when I left PwC it was like amazing how many how many things I had with the logo on it so I definitely I definitely get that that's awesome before we let you go can you tell us a little bit more about your podcast
2: yeah sure so I'm um, Black Tech Queens so it's on YouTube at the moment but we will be going to all the places where you find your podcasts and in it I just think I talk to people about their journey so find out about how they got into technology who inspired them any advice that they'd have for people who are either looking to get into tech or to further their career and just really celebrating everybody's achievements as well. So I think we are so good at just brushing off the brushing off our achievements. And so I really use that as an opportunity to highlight the great things that people are doing, shout it from the rooftop and just give everyone their flowers while they're still here really.
1: That's awesome.
0: Karima, before we let you go I feel like we may have missed some other things So now I want to just pause Is there anything else that you want to share? Anything else that they should know or be aware of Or check out? Don't be shy
2: I'm going to be doing a fireside chat With um, Kenya Parish Who is the former director of White House Information Governance So you really don't want to miss that fireside chat there
0: Wow, uh, and
1: when, when is that?
0: You waited to the
2: end to I say, was gonna say that When is that? Give us, give
1: us more details
2: Yeah, tell us more Yes. So this will be at the, the BYP Legal Tech launch. So as part of this launch, it's going to be on Zoom once once again for everyone to be able to um, attend. And with this, it's we're going to be talking about the vision for BYP Legal Tech. And then Kenya, who I've admired for so long, first came across her at, was it at Relativity Fest as part of the Innovators Awards. And she's just an amazing person. So she's going to be sitting with me talking about her experience um, as a black woman, her experience as a leader in technology and just life. We're just going to give a good chat. We're going to have a good chat.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I think she's badass. So I, I'm. That, that sounds great.
0: I do too. But Karima, I think you may be the most badass. So you, you're, oh. you've won my heart. So.
2: Thank you, Laura.
0: Well, thank you again so much for coming on, everyone. Uh, We will be putting all of the information. We will also follow up in uh, two days when the event is live to remind everyone on our LinkedIn as well. So definitely check it out. Reach out to us. Reach out to Karima. Thanks, Karima. We loved having you on the
2: pod. Thanks for having me.
1: Laura, we just talked to Karima Campbell. What were your tech takeaways?
0: I really like Karima. I'm really glad that she came on the show. I I think this episode is a little bit different, but I do say that about a lot of our episodes. So now I actually don't know what that means anymore. Uh, Our podcast is just what we want it to be. And her episode was just that. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. I really enjoyed her. I think she's doing a lot of big, exciting things. I am a fan of relativity as a company. I'm not even referring to the platform. I'm referring to the company, the organization, the dynamics. As far as I understand, everyone that I've met that really works there speaks very highly of it. And I think that's hard. I mean, you and I, Kevin, have been in so many different companies, eDiscovery and and other. And I think it's, you know, some I've liked, but there haven't there. You know, I love my current company. Shockingly, I'm like, this is a good one. But I th- I think there it's hard. A lot of people like their job, but they don't love it. And I do think people from Relativity tend to really love the culture. So I I liked that. I'm excited to check out the podcast, not just the podcast, but I love that they're making YouTube videos as well. So I want to check out the Black Tech Queens as well. What, what are your thoughts, Kev?
1: Agreed. I thought it was interesting, her take on relativity still see, feeling like a, a startup. But You know, you don't really hear that that much, again, especially for them being sort of the, you know, the big monster in the industry. So I d- I definitely thought that was cool. It's definitely a thing that I had never really thought of. I agree yeah. with you. Um, I thought she was great. i really glad we had her on. I think it's important to have more diverse guests, more diverse people in our industry. As we said, there's a lot of old white dudes in our industry. And so, you know, having just new voices, new perspectives in our industry is always a good thing. And so anytime we can shine a light on other, co- on other cultures, other people, I'm all for that because I definitely think it definitely brings an important element to the industry that we, we currently don't see. So I think it's yeah. a great thing.
0: Kevin, yeah, when you said new perspectives, that's exactly how I feel. To me, it's not a matter of, I don't want to just see white men. I, I don't care what race, sexuality, gender, who you are, what you are. Like I, I literally don't care. I I want to see talented people and I like it because I'm. I like that we're getting different perspectives now. You're getting different people in an industry that you never were seeing come into the industry. And so I like to see the change that's coming. And I and I want to to be more of a part of of watching that happen and actually being a part of it happening. So I'm really excited to remove you, Kevin, from all. I'm just kidding.
1: No, no worries, <laughs> Keep Kevin no, Keep I Kevin.
0: Forever. No, again,
1: I, I don't. I'm... No, everyone
0: all. listening. I love <laughs> Kevin, and I am always joking. There is no hate for Kevin on the show. Yeah, but, but if no, you I mean, hate, but there Kevin... are
1: there are a lot of old white dudes in our in our industry. So you know, and, yeah, and I... I'm
0: fine with that. I don't care what you are. I just think it is good to have more people, different people, and and to say. I don't recognize anyone that looks like me, but I'm still going to be in this industry. And I'm going to sure. show other people that look like me that you can be in this industry. I, I think we just need more talented people in general. And she is, is great. I think what she's doing is awesome. And uh, I think everyone listening is potentially awesome. Reach out and tell us. If you just want to know more about the Black Tech Queens, Karima, or anything awesome that we talked about today tell us. You can do this by reaching out to us at contact at thattechpod.com. If you haven't already, please head over to www.thattechpod.com and enter your email to subscribe, get some swag, get some gear, look good, feel good, be good. Uh, if you are on social media, please check us out at linkedin.com slash thattechpod and anywhere else that you have social media that we might have. Is there anything else that they can do to, to help the pod?
1: absolutely go to wherever get your podcasts and give us a five-star review let us know how we're doing and tell your friends anything you can do to help us get out there is always a good thing
0: thanks everyone
1: see you